Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we come now to Psalm 91, which is often used by believers as kind of a general prayer for God's protection, as well it should be, quite frankly, because it it contains a lot of promises for God to protect His people and uh, for those who are close to Him to be be sheltered by Him, essentially. There is no uh, internal attribution within most manuscripts for the author of this particular psalm. However, the Septuagint version of the Bible attributes it to King David. Uh, The Septuagint has a prefix that says, Praise of a Song by David. And uh, most manuscripts don't have that, so they leave the author unmentioned. The content, as I previously said, um, involves the Lord's protection. But interestingly, a few verses from this psalm were chosen by the devil to try and tempt Jesus to go contrary to the will of God. I'll quote that when I get to the remarks. But essentially, um, uh, the devil tried to use this psalm against Jesus himself. So let's read now Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, The Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. As I mentioned, uh, believers in all generations have gone to this psalm for prayers of protection. Uh, In times past, I have prayed through this psalm with people that were called into active duty in the in the military and they were being transferred into harm's way you know into potential areas of conflict and so it is intended to be a a prayer of protection for believers and for believers is the the key expression and this is not just for everybody but it's those who draw near the lord so in verse 1 it says whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty And friends, to dwell in the shelter of the Most High is a choice. And so those people who 
choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. It goes on in in verse 2 to give a powerful faith declaration. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. This um, series of faith decrees, once again, is applicable to those who are children of the Lord. In verse 4, there's some interesting poetic language. It says, He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. Now, friends, that does not necessarily mean that God has feathers or that God has wings. This is a poetic device comparing the way that a, a mother bird protects baby birds, or even a a father bird protecting baby birds under its wings. And so the metaphor is that God will protect us. You know, this is what's intended, what's in view. So don't, don't assume God has wings. Don't assume God has feathers. The psalmist says in verse 7, A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand may fall at your right hand, but it will not come near you. And you can just picture this in a battle, an ancient battlefield from some 3,000 years ago when uh, war was up close and personal with edged weapons and clubs and so forth. And uh, it might seem like a 1,000 people right beside you were struck down dead or 10,000 right beside you. But nevertheless, the Lord um, is able to protect his in the midst of such a horrific conflict. If you've made the Lord your refuge, uh, friends, he will protect you. This is a, a general promise. The psalmist says in verse 9, If you say the Lord is my refuge, and if you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. So very um, profound promises. And then um, uh, the following two verses are applicable to, to all of God's children. But they were uniquely used against Jesus by the devil. These are the two verses. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And so the context of that for the devil trying to use it against Jesus is Matthew chapter 4, verse 5 and following. And I'll read it. Then the devil took Jesus to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, and then he quotes the psalm, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And so Jesus didn't fall for that. He responded, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And so in other words, you don't just... um, I take this promise about the the Lord saying he'll command his angels to protect you and lift you up. You don't uh, deliberately throw yourself off a building or um, attempt to make the Lord fulfill this uh, as a parlor trick. That's not the way it's done. The psalm goes on to say that God will facilitate us in all of our spiritual battles. You will tread on the lion, you'll tread on the cobra, and you'll trample the great lion and the serpent. And so God responds to our love, God responds to our commitment to Him, and God responds to our prayers for protection. The psalmist closes with these words, Because He loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Him. I will protect Him, for He acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer Him. I will be with Him in trouble. I will deliver Him and honor Him. 
With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And so, Lord, we claim these promises for ourselves. And we say that we want to be among those who choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. We, along with the psalmist, say, Lord, you are our refuge. Lord, we say that you are our God. You're our King. You're our Lord. You're our Savior. And so, Lord, we count on you because we love you. Lord, we know that you'll rescue us. Lord, with long life, you will satisfy us. And Lord, you will indeed show us your salvation in the fullness of time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.